This may seem quite strange, but I am making a course on the history of carpets and rugs. Um, so the history of handmade rugs is that its origin, it's, there's not a lot known about the earliest handmade rugs. Uh, the first people to make them were most likely uh, nomads of Central Asia about 3,000 years ago. Uh, shepherds had wool, which they weaved um, because of cold winters. Various fabrics contributed to the rugs. And so they were used as tent flaps and to keep out weather, wind, rain, snow. On the covered floors and benches, like today. So, the handwoven tradition, uh, they're currently handwoven today, uh, sometimes in Siberia. Uh, some rug designs even date back hundreds of years. Uh, the most contemporary rugs are probably oriental rugs. Uh, they're, they're just commonly known like that. Um, okay, so that's just like the very start of rugs. The nomads, um, so rugs were also used for personal prayer in Islam, and then that still remains uh, a practice of Islam today. When Islam spread to Spain and Eastern Europe, rug making went with it. Hard knotted rugs were associated with luxury and riches um, and so they can also serve as focal points in living areas, boardrooms, or luxury places. Uh, woven carpets are made of extremely dense wool or silk. It ha they have a lot of versatility in the way that they're designed. Traditionally, though, uh, they designated uh, village source or some type of other tribal thing of tribal importance. Uh, most likely the municipality, though. The commercial carpet industry started in England, uh, and so people made towns of places in England, so like Axminster and Wilton got rugs. Uh, Axminster carpets, uh, some of the best known carpets besides Orientals, are shown and remembered because of heavy ba backings made from jute cotton or various other man-made fibers that formed lengthwise ribs. Many places today still use Axminster carpets. Uh, Erastus B. Bigelow created the power loom to create Wilton carpets in 1848. 
Uh, the only width available for this carpet for a while was 27 inches. They were sewn together very carefully. The, the seams were barely noticeable. Uh, so these carpets became a giant in carpet production until the 1940s, until people started using the manufacturing process for today's tufted carpets that then took over the market. So tufted carpets are made in three year layers. The top layer is face fiber, and then uh, that's a mix of nylon, wool, olefin, polyester, acrylic, or cotton. Uh, face fiber is stitched by very advanced machines. So, um, the history of weaving in Africa. So there were there was weaving in Central Asia, as I previously mentioned. Um, but African textiles showed a lot of cultural heritage to people living there. Ancient Egyptians used looms in about 4000 BC at the earliest. Uh, they wore linen clothing made with fibers from flax plants. Nubian people wore cotton, beaded leather, and linen clothing. Uh, that region across the Nile was a big deal in cotton manufacturing, and it has been domesticated in eastern Sudan. Cotton was the textile that was most popular in the Sahel region and was used to make clothes for both genders. Surviving sub-Saharan textiles go as far back as 9th century BC and come from the Igbo Uku site in Nigeria. Uh, many of these old weaving techniques at, along with their patterns and styles are still used today and remain an important part of that culture. Um, Traditionally, women would spin thread and dye yarn. Uh, those were made from natural materials like animal hair, plant fibers, tree bark. Um, and the men would do the like regular weave weaving. Uh, in Yoruba, people's artisans would teach boys how to weave and the girls how to spin the yarn. Some children even started weaving at four years old. So in Sierra Leone and Liberia, uh, there's something called country cloth, which is a uh, textile that's hand spun, naturally dyed, and has hand woven cotton. Uh, so traditional looms were used to create 4 inch wide and 36 yard long strips of cloth which could be white, beige, or another naturally dyed color using kula or indigo blue dyes. Uh, artisans would usually have the weft undyed and the produced cloth would feature linear or colored stripes. So oriental rugs started as carpet hand knotted rugs in Asia, Iran, China, India, Russia, Turkey, Pakistan, Tibet, and Nepal are some of the biggest rug exporters. Persian rugs also 
sometimes are oriental rugs, but they're mostly made in Iran, formerly known as Persian. So Persian rugs have characteristics most likely as an unusually thick pile, uh, very rich colors and unique designs along with distinct knots. Persian carpets are known for their variety in designs, color, size, and weave. So they vary a lot. They're also known for the uniqueness that their rugs have. And again, carpets are usually named after the village, town, district, respective municipality. So it existed in Iran during ancient times at 5,000 BC in the Paisaraic carpet dated back to the Achaemenid period. Uh, the first documented evidence of Persian carpets came from Chinese texts going to the Sassanid period. Uh, so historical records have shown that the Achaemenian court of Cyrus the Great um, was decked with magnificent carpets. Uh, that was over 2,500 years ago. Alexander II of Macedonia was said that it really liked carpets in the tomb of Cyrus the Great. Uh, some of the common symbols and colors of these are ram horns, which signifying male fertility, deer signifying well-being, bats signifying happiness, dogs as protector of noble places, stags meaning long life, duck for a faithful marriage, camel for wealth, crab for invincible knowledge, elephant for power, butterfly for happiness, and fish for abundance and prosperity. Uh, some of the plants that are are used as symbols are bamboo for wealth and honor, pomegranate for fertility, iris for liberty, and carnation for wisdom. Colors, red signifies happiness, green signifies paradise or sacredness, and brown signifies fertility, and white purity, peace, or sometimes sadness.